When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog What's up everybody? This is Caswell And it's Peppermint And you are listening to It's a Mess Yes you are Thank you (laughs) Thanks for tuning in uh, Where we do the best we can To solve your problems And dissect your mess No, we solve their life yeah. <laughs> you look good today, Peppermint. Thank you. I feel very pretty. You look very handsome. You're you glowing. Know, thanks. You know, I do what I can. This is my <laughs> just rolled out of bed. Had one cup of black coffee. Look. Oh, you look, uh, you woke up like this? <laughs> I did. I DJed last night at High Tops and West Hollywood. It was a mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. This my this one of my favorite places to DJ. Every Saturday night, find me at High Tops West Hollywood. I'll be there. I'll be the white boy pressed the in the back. Like? Um, it's actually mostly pop, but what's I do a lot of pop anthems. Uh, so I I do very little remixes actually, but it's like very unapologetic pop anthems, but shit you don't hear anymore, and that's why I like it. Like I'll just throw on like mm-hmm. some shit like Stars Are Blind, Paris Hilton, or uh, you know, or Poker Face, or just like just like the gayest gay anthems that you just want to get drunk and fag out to. So. It's definitely it's definitely fun. And I got a raise last night too. That's how much they love me. I got a raise from the oh, owner. The money. The money. <laughs> That's because we couldn't afford a, a an audio clip or a song for our sound effects. I feel like okay, let's try to act enthusiastic um, about well, this. Okay, well, I'm excited. Um, I had a good week. I just got back from, um, I can't really call it vacation, but I was, you and I, we got to spend like a lot of, some good quality time together. Not as much as we would have liked, but this week we got to spend some good quality time together. And I'm, Who, I'm me appreciative and you? of that. Me and you? Yeah, we got to spend some time together. Uh, yeah, you and me. Yeah, that was. Me and you. That was all right. I had an okay time. Suck a duck. Suck, I mean, suck a dick, uh, not a duck. <laughs> all right, girl. Let's 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 solve some problems here. All right. Okay. So wait, before we even get started, for those of you that um have are listening, we are unofficial. We're not doctors. We're kind of unofficial problem solvers. And so we've had a chance to listen over the past uh, month or so to a lot of people writing in um, with all types of problems. So if you have family problems, work problems, whatever, um, relationship issues, we are the dynamic duo for you. All you have to do is send an email to askkazandpep at gmail.com or you can send a message on social media and use the cat, the hashtag, um, ask has and pep 
or what is is it the mess or it's a mess what's the name of our podcast oh my god it's a mess three words okay so use hashtag it's a mess as well um and we will we will hook you up well we we want to know what you have to say um and for those of you that have already written in there's some really juicy advice that we gave out and we are dying to hear what you did so um we want follow-ups so, did you get that divorce? Did you kill that person? <laughs> did you marry them? What happened? Did you steal the money? What happened? We want to know. Did you get pregnant? We want to know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 go into the first question. Dear Kaz and Pep, I'm a 19-year-old female college student and I go to the University of Phoenix. I'm in a roommate situation where I have five roommates and a four-bedroom apartment. This is obviously not by choice, but more because of economics. I don't know my roommates very well, but they seem cool. I've lived with them now for about seven months and we give each other a simple hi and bye, but for the most part, we stay out of each other's business. So, the living room has always had this crappy 20-inch cheap-ass TV that you would get on sale at Walmart and I was the only person that watched it. I love my shows. I watch Wendy Williams, all the judge shows. I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and New York and Beverly Hills and of course Drag Race. So I'm always about the TV. I love TV. So since I'm the only person that watches TV, I figured I would buy a better TV and I went out and bought a $649 Samsung 65 inch classic LED television. This television is the bomb. It came with all the channels and Hulu and Netflix, so I am all about it. But here's the problem. Ever since I bought this TV, all of a sudden, all the other roommates are now interested in TV. And every time I go into the room to watch one of my shows that used to be in the clear for me to watch, there's always about two or three of my roommates and they're watching TV or fighting over what they're going to watch. Before I bought the TV, I asked them if anyone wanted to contribute and all of them said, no, we don't watch TV. I would just put this TV in my room, but due to the fact that my block only gets Verizon Fios, there's only one wire and it it is only in the living room, so no one has television access with cable in their room. I don't mean to sound petty, but I am tempted to just get rid of the TV or box it and bring it back to the store because I can't enjoy it the way I want to. What should I do? Signed, Petty and Phoenix. Oh, oh she Ooh. watches Drag Race. You know, I feel like, hey, honey, you've been nobody better mess with my Drag Race. Um... Well, yeah, this is, this is, I think it's a, a typical roommate dilemma. I had a, um, I mean, I've had situations where I think it's an issue every single time you get a new roommate, especially if it's your apartment. Cause I've been in situations where like, okay, this is my apartment. I haven't moved. I haven't really been a roommate in someone else's house before. And I have the TV. Thanks to you. I gave you my TV, right? I gave you my TV. That's right. Yes, you did. Were you? Are you looking for it? (laughs) No, I totally forgot. I gave you my TV before I moved. I totally forgot. Where's Where's my TV? Is it in your living room or your bedroom? Yeah, I feel like you've been to my house since you've given me your TV. I I guess I just didn't notice. You probably watched. (laughs) Is it Is it in the living room? It's the one in the living room, right? It's the one in the living room. So do you have a TV in your bedroom and your living room? You know, I've, I've never I've been in your TVs, bedroom, but so I don't know that. Most pe- You wouldn't unless we're having sex. Okay. <laughs> no one asks. I'll never um, see it. <laughs> well, fuck you! <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the TV's in 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 the living room. Anyway, so it's a nice TV, thanks to you, and it's it's big and it's attractive. Now, I have a TV that I had before you. It was also a flat screen TV, but it's smaller. And so the TV in the living room is like a movie screen almost. And so people come in, and uh, when they're roommates, when they're my new roommate, you know. I try to be like, yeah, we can share, but mm. I, I realize that they want to like, there's always that conflict. They want to watch the game. I always end up with like straight male roommates or roommates that like sports. And so they always want to watch the game mm. and I always want to watch, you know, Drag Race or something. And so there's always that click. And before I used to try to establish like, okay, then the midnight and later times that's my tv time your tv time is before midnight i tried to establish a schedule didn't work so then what i ended up doing was just getting them a tv for their room and cable in their room so then that eliminate the whole problem you want to watch tv go to your room and if i'm here you got to watch it in your room if i'm not here you can watch wherever you want um <clears throat> and that solved it for me you know but i gotta like that <laughs> I, uh... Uh, it is i i hate roommate situations during college life like it is just the worst you gotta you gotta have a tv in your room man i love watching tv i I can't even eat without Mm -hmm. tv like if i eat and i'm not watching something i feel lonely like i am (laughs) and i'll be like if i'm gonna put if i put something on netflix and it's like loading up i'm literally sitting there with the fork in my head just like waiting to sip waiting to eat because i feel like I can't even do anything until I have a show. Take like, a bite. Is that is that fucked up? Like I can't remember the last time. It is. Even when I have company it over, is. I would rather sit down and watch TV with them while we eat. Like I never sit down. Well, table. I like putting on TV in the background too. Yeah, like I just love TV. So I feel for this person, but man, with like only one. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. There, there. You, listen, you, already, you already live with too many. You already live with too many people. <laughs> That's how. Like so, I I don't understand why she can only have one TV and it's only live room. I'm not gonna doubt her, but I'm sure she has the internet. So what she could do is just get Direct TV for her computer, and that's gonna be her college life. Is just do Direct TV on her computer. You can get the Direct TV app and then pay. Uh, yeah, I sound like a sponsor for them. I think it's like $45 a month. And it also acts like a DVR. I get DirecTV. I pay around 45 bucks a month. I can watch it on my computer. I can watch it on my, oh my, my Apple TV. This section is... It doesn't have to be DirecTV. It can be any internet TV. That's the point. It doesn't have right. to be that brand. It can be any internet. You know, with the internet, thanks to the internet, we can watch almost all of our TV programs on our computer, on our phone, on any device that gets the internet, whether it's right. Direct TV, Apple TV, Roku, any of that, and right. so yeah, it's it's the, the thanks to modern technology, we don't have we can we never have to be alone, and we can <laughs> we never have to depend on on communicating with with the people around us. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that Petty in Phoenix decides to write us a letter before she does the research and figure it out. She could just use the internet. She could just, <laughs> you know, she already has. Yeah, she you, said, you can. She already has a $649 TV with all the fixings. She says it came with YouTube and Netflix. So if she gets, the, if she gets Wi-Fi in her room, then she can just watch TV in her room, right? 
All right, girl, just like and the, figure and shit. Mo- better yet, the roommates. No, better. Be- let's do one better. You you have Netflix account established. You share that password with your roommates and have them watch TV on their computers in their room. Well, I don't know if she necessarily has to hook them up with shit. Uh, well, that's the best way to get what you want. This is true. Sorry. The truth comes out. <laughs> sorry, I was yawning. All right, so I feel like Fuck this is a you. really easy one. I like. I agree. Okay, so girl, call up Directv, get yourself a package deal because she she probably doesn't want to just do Netflix or she doesn't want to pay you know two ninety nine to watch YouTube Drag Race. I mean, I'm sorry, YouTube Drag Race, mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if she's anything like you, girl, she can just cr- crack the code. I don't think you pay for shit on anything, do you? How dare you? But, you know, there are ways. There are ways. You can always get that link. You can always get that link. <laughs> Man, I hate roommates. I just, I mean, no, I have a roommate now that I like, but in oh, general, in my twenties, your roommate just walked in. Yeah, but I, in my, in in, in my twenties, I hated, I hated roommates. Um, all right, that question was boring. Figure your shit out. You don't need us. Go <laughs> use fucking Wi-Fi. Why did I even pick that question? All right, let's do the second one. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's let's listen to question number two. Here we go. What do you got for us? Question number two. Dear Caswell and Peppermint, first of all, I love you both. Congratulations on your new podcast. And as soon as I knew you were in the business of answering people's questions and giving advice, I wanted to reach out to you. I'm a 24-year-old biracial, straight, cisgendered female. For the past three years, I have been dating a man who is also biracial. We both live in Cambridge and we met at a coffee shop. I love my boyfriend so much. He's just like me in the sense that we are both very woke and politically active. We're both extremely anti-Trump and anti his immigration policies. Both of us used to watch football together. One of our first conversations was about the Patriots and how much we both love them being from New England. But ever since the NFL dropped Kaepernick and decided to force players to stand for the national anthem, sit in the locker room or be fined, we both vowed not to support the NFL in any way, shape or form. So this past Sunday was the Super Bowl and I made plans to go to the movies with my mother and my sister and he told me that he had plans to visit his sick grandmother in the hospital and that we would meet up around 11 p.m. When we spoke that night, I asked him how his grandmother was doing and he told me she was doing better and he hung out and played cards with her for a few hours. Well, the next day on Monday, I was looking through his brother's Instagram. His brother ended up having an NFL Super Bowl party and who do I see wearing a Patriots jersey, drinking a beer next to his brother, but my boyfriend. I'm kind of in my feelings about this because besides the fact that he lied to me, I thought we were both together in the decision to no longer support the NFL. Can I trust this man anymore? I brought it up to him and he just shrugged his shoulders and said, but baby, it's a Super Bowl. You know I had to support the Patriots. He seems to be so dismissive about the promises that we made to each other. We're talking about marriage for the past few months, but if he can't even be honest with me about something as simple as a football game, can I marry him? What should I do? Signed, Confused in Cambridge. (laughs) 
drop him like a bad habit. Nah, I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think. I don't think it's that. Have you ever had a situation? Um, I think the shadiest thing is. Has anyone to- ever lied to you about that? About something so simple. I mean, I think. Th- I feel like. I don't know. I, has anyone ever lied to me about anything? I mean, yeah. I mean, people lie to me all the fucking time. And, like, relationships are built about on lies. We all know that. Are they? Well, no. Here's the thing. No! The shady thing is that <laughs> he, like, tried to claim that he was playing cards with his sick grandmother. What a dummy. Grandmother. That is, like, Little Red Riding Hood 101. And then he's such a dummy. He gets in his he gets in his brother's Instagram. I mean, look, like if the the most important thing is neither one of you support Trump. Okay, that's a big thing. It's not like he was supporting Trump behind your back. I mean, I understand that when couples decide to make a stance, they should stick together. So I do think it's kind of fucked up because it seems like not only are they couples, but the couple, but they seem like they're actually very good friends, and they met because. Uh, they they have a connection with certain things like whether it's the patriots or just like this seems to be i I, this sounds like the type of couple that wear the same clothes (laughs) you know what i mean like the way that she's describing it like they match when they go on a date and shit like that so i think that he probably also felt peer pressure from his brother to come over and watch the patriots i bet that's exactly what happened and then when he told his brother he probably did of course that's something they do every single year exactly guys have folks have a family connection to each other um and i would be damned if my man got in the if sports got in between me and my relationship i think you know i've i've never had a situation i've never been in a relationship where i've had to balance the family connection with sports and then our promises to each other so it's kind of hard for me to understand this one i have been in situations where a guy would lie to me about his whereabouts and that is pretty much (laughs) 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 there's nothing else to say after that I mean, if you're going to lie to me about your whereabouts for something like that, then what else is he going to lie to you about where he is? I mean, just about the whereabouts. And that, that means right. where, where were you the last time you said you were visiting your sick grandmother? Were you at Sean Quifa's house? Like, what was going on? And so that's, to me, the bigger issue is the lies. Not to mention that he he obviously I think what happened was he let his brother influence him like he his brother was like his brother probably called him like yo bro you come to see the game and he's like oh I can't watch the game because me and my girlfriend confused Cambridge <laughs> like we made it we we decided that we wouldn't support the NFL and he'd be like what it's a Super Bowl get over here right now. it's probably like exactly don't be <laughs> stupid it's a Super Bowl and he, his brother probably just talked him into it and so one of the I don't really. I mean, I think it's fucked up that he lied, but I I think that uh, I really think y'all should just be on the same page. I just I think you should break up with him just because he's dumb. Because because he was dumb enough to he was dumb enough. He, he was, was dumb, dumb enough, enough, enough to, to get, get caught. caught. He was dumb enough to lie. He was dumb enough to, not to be honest. And if there's if this is something that he's you know shrugging off so so easily after having made that promise then it just shows that there's more to talk about in this in this more communication 
y'all need to have better communication skills and the, you need to have more communication about the fact that you guys were on the same page and then the day all a, a day passes and now you're not on the same page and he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he's allowed to shrug this off and not have accountability for the fact that he lied to you and not acknowledging the impact that that had, then it shows a sign of a bigger problem in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and I, I mean, I think Kaepernick's going to be okay because he just hit the NFL in their pockets real hard. They won some some suit from undisclosed amount. Uh, so I think Kaepernick's going to be okay. I mean, I still think that the NFL is pretty fucked up, and I support the artists that have decided not to perform. Well, what at do the you Super think Bowl. about the? Yeah, what do you think about that? Because this is a bigger issue. Like, there are artists that didn't perform. Some did. Do you think that they should be held accountable or boycotted or asked to to speak on that? There's even maybe some artists who have, I don't know, but there might be some artists who have voiced opposition to how Kaepernick, you are sleepy, aren't you? Uh, How Kaepernick was um, treated and how the NFL, like, I mean, the, the whole thing is so connected, right? It's not just about the NFL, how they treated Kaepernick. It's about the NFL and people's stance on police involvement and, and, and the, the murder of unarmed black men and wh- how, how we sit with that. And mm-hmm. when is the right time to speak out on that? Because it seems like there's never a right time to really ask people to, to have this conversation. If you are somebody who is, you know, in living in rural middle America... You never have to talk about these issues. You never have to talk about the issues that affect the, the LGBT community. You never have to talk about the issues that affect, um, you know, black folks and other minorities. And so the only forum to do that is a place like the NFL, which everyone participates in. Um, and so, so yeah, I think it's, it's more important than we are acknowledging. It's not just a football game. Okay, but you tell me how to convince a straight guy that watches football to not watch the Super Bowl because I'm saying that, but that's the problem I mean that's not the problem that's the I, it's not about whether he watches the Super Bowl right. or not because if there's if the TV is on then in terms of ratings the ratings have already been won if the TV's on and left on that channel and you go to a march a Black Lives Matter march if the football game is on in your house and you forgot to turn it off, you're giving them the ratings that they need for the commercials and for the stuff like that. So, you know... It's, His brother's it's, TV it's, was already on, is what you're saying? Yeah, the brother's TV was already on. If he had gone to the, the a bar right. and watched it, the ratings are, you know, like, that's a million people. It's actually better that he didn't watch it separately because it would have given them another individual count in the ratings. Instead of it would have been a million people watching, it would have been a million and one. And so... You know, it's better on one hand that they that they watch it as a group because it all it minimizes their numbers. Right. But, okay. Um, at the same token, like people who are who, the people who are important who who put a lot of money into the ratings do not like watch parties. They don't like viewing parties because it reduces how many people are on paper for watching the 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 event. Unplug you know? those Nielsen boxes, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is it is important. It is it's tough to convince like a typical cisgender straight white guy that any of these things matter. That Black lives matter. That trans lives matter. That queer lives matter. Well, this matter. this guy and isn't they never white. Never have to deal with it. 
This guy is in white, though. Not that that should necessarily make a difference. Does they, it say that he's not? Yeah, they said they were bi. I didn't see that. She let us know that they're both a biracial couple, probably to weigh in on the fact that oh, they're both the reasons, biracial. Yeah, they're both biracial. So that she probably said that just to weigh okay. in on, you know, how much they both disagree with Trump's policies and the way that right, the po- right. police obviously have been known to treat people of color in this country and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, and so what? Well, the when it sucks that we don't have a forum to talk about that. Well, yes. Well, they should start their own podcast. <laughs> well, I don't mean here, Excuse but I'm me. just saying, like, like for instance, ew, is the mute button not working on your microphone? <laughs> My burp had to make the, an appearance. The, okay, um, they do. Uh, it's like. We will never solve the the issue with pay inequality and in women if the only people who are talking about it is women. Like, we'll never solve the issue about sexual violence and rape if the only people who get together and talk about it are a bunch of women at the women's meeting, you know, away from the men. I think we have to involve men in on the conversation right. in order for it to change. And so I think it has to, the same thing has to be with with the issue of police uh, involved shootings about with unarmed black men and you know the rest of America. Um, so yeah, so I mean, obviously I'm passionate about this, um, but I, and but I, all that aside, it doesn't matter if it's a Super Bowl. It could have been Wheel of Fortune. If he's lying to you about his whereabouts to go and watch TV, then. He's going to lie to you about other things. But I think that you should just be aware of why this went down and sit back and really observe the moves that he makes and the, why he makes certain decisions. I don't think you have to dump Agreed. him. Or, I don't know. What's that? Or marry him. Right. I, I mean, well, the question is, like, should she even marry him in the first place? So I don't know that it, it takes that long. But I think we can both agree there's definitely some work that needs to be done with your communication skills together and the accountability that you all have for each other, to each other, you know. And this is not this is not a, a relationship that's ready for marriage. Right, 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 right. So don't get married, but keep us so an update. So let us know what happened. Give us an update. Yeah, let us know what happened. Right. Let us know when the wedding is in three years. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next question. Let's do the next question. The next and last question. I'm ready ready. for the next question. All right. Let's hear it. Hey, Kaz and Peppermint. Here is my mess. I am a gay guy, 27 years old, and I've been working at a telemarketing firm for the past three years. I actually really like my job, as boring as it sounds, working in a cubicle all day, but for whatever reason, it suits me just fine. About three months ago, a girl who I will call Tracy was hired. Tracy is what you would call a typical fag hag. She's a little overweight, kind of cute, but doesn't know it, and she seems to gravitate towards gay men for friendship. She was placed in the cubicle right next to mine, and we became friends really quickly. She's a little on the insecure side, but I enjoy her company and her friendship. But here's the problem. Her vagina smells like fish. Every time she comes near me at work or I'm in her car, it literally smells like fish. Like, like trout that's been sitting out in the sun for three days. 
it's beyond obvious that she doesn't notice, but I'm not the only one at work who does. The downside is she's closest to me, so I'm always around her. The other day, she was telling me about how the guys she meets on Tinder never want to go on more than one date with her, and I was on the brink of telling her it might be the stench coming from her cooch, but I didn't. How do I tell someone that is obviously a little insecure that they need to clean their pussy? I feel like she deserves to know and that she would benefit from practicing some new hygiene techniques, but I feel like she'd be offended if I said anything. So I'm thinking about, like, sending her an anonymous email or something. But I don't know. What should I do? Signed, Stuck in a Fishy Situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. 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 No, 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 no. I'm, what is really... What are you laughing at? I just love... I love stuck in a fishy situation. I don't know why that cracks me up. These, y'all are creative. Situation. I don't think you should tell her. I'm gonna say that right off the bat. As a matter of fact, wait. Let's let's. Oh, oh I'm gosh. sorry. No, no. You go. You go. You go. You go. You obviously you got something no, to say. And I read it. Yeah. So go ahead. You know. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's. There's. This is complicated. But I want to have a conversation with you before we even go into that. Okay. I want to have a conversation with you about. There's there's a there's a few ways that this could be viewed. Okay. This could be viewed as, you know, a symptom of woman shaming, pussy shaming, pussy shaming, right. uh, kind of misogynist kind of approach to a woman's body, mm-hmm. which goes into gay shaming, bottom shaming. That's all connected, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so. Okay. This is something that we all have to deal with. I mean, not not vaginal odor, but this is something that we all have to deal with in terms of everybody in the queer community. Everyone has a relationship to to toxic masculinity and misogyny, and I think that these two things, just diving real deep, are are a, a part of that. And so, this is something that's interesting. Gay guys, for the longest time, have been allowed to be like, ugh that fish mm-hmm. you know like oh i would never touch a piece of fish or i would never <laughs> touch a vagina and uh oh, right. she stinks like fish or this and then even calling a woman oh she's fish or she's a fish because it comes from the smell there you know that's that's where that comes from right you know looking fishy is because meaning like you look like a woman meaning women who have vagina and women who have vaginas vaginas smell like fish and that's all vaginas are and that's a reason to like not be involved with vaginas right and it sucks that that's even i've even noticed that that is a way to kind of categorize women but it's not something that people on the flip side of it, a man's odor is just natural. Mm. He's just natural. Right. And it's not, it's not, you know, obviously when someone's underarm stink, they stink. Or when someone's balls stink, they stink. But, and nobody likes Ooh, you say that again. things that are offensive around them. But men, <laughs> men are not, men are not held, men are not publicly shamed and persecuted for, for for the way that their odor is in the way that women do 
attached to their gender. Right. If a guy's stinking, he's just a smelly guy. If a woman is stinking, it's like, oh, women stink. Their vaginas all smell like fish. And it has less to do with her individual her individuality. And so maybe that's a personal choice. Maybe that's something that she doesn't want. Maybe she's just like that that gay guy that like likes to attract other men with their stench right. and their their pheromones. You know, that's just a part of life. And this has not been I've not seen this transferred to trans men. No one's talking about trans men's vaginas and how they smell. And I don't think that's fair, you know? I mean, that that's kind of deep because I don't know how many people have been around trans men, but if, if a vagina is going to have issues, you know, I mean, it's just many reasons why a vagina would smell the way that it does. Okay. And that's just the way people smell. It's like a fart. My, my farts don't smell. These, what do they smell like? <laughs> they, do you take flatulence? They just don't, they just don't smell. I don't know why. I don't know why. Do you remember flatulence? What the fuck are you talking about? What's Flatchesense? Did you ever used to watch um, Flatchesense? Was it was a skit from In Living Color, uh, and they uh, it was and they would like take the pill, and then their farts would smell wonderful, and people were like, mm, is that a fresh bouquet of flowers? And it's like yes, and then they farted, and so Flatchesense was a commercial that they had on In Living Color. It was funny. It was Jim Carrey. All right. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. My my farts don't smell. So, but no, I'm sorry. My my farts will my farts will clear the room real quick. I just want to say I to, I just want to say to Mister Stuck in a Fishy situation that I to to your to answer your question I do not think that you should say anything because I don't I don't think that it should be a man saying anything to a woman. I think that it will affect her a lot differently as opposed to if uh, if a woman that could. Talk to her about hygiene, possibly. I, I, I think that it will. Fa- I think it could be very devastating for a man, even though you're gay and even though you're her fag hag best friend. It could be more. It could be devastating for her to hear this from a guy compared to from a girl who could be more sensitive about the issue. And I would recommend going to HR and letting them know that this isn't a joke and that and. And that it's not only you, it's your other coworkers to have a problem with it. Because I, I also know what it's like to have to work with someone that smells. Like not I haven't been around like a smelly vagina nonstop or anything like that, but I have had to work very closely with people with very bad halitosis. And it's really hard to to let them know and you really you almost you almost can like people are really sensitive about their breath too i mean my friends are like if i was with you i would be like girl like here's here's some gum do something or i'm sure you would do the same to me if me and you had to be working together all day like you yeah, could talk to some people about issue. that if it was if it was a longer if it was if it was like if your breath sinks today or oh you just farted that's one thing but obviously if it's an ongoing issue that speaks to like a deeper it, it then it can be more health related or a sign of health related if you're constantly having body odor or constantly having halitosis and it's just you're right it's just too deep and this, to like to to kind of say nonchalantly right and this this could this could be health related for her too but i do i do think that Mm -hmm. i do think if this was happening in new york someone would have told her about it (laughs) because i feel like in new york people don't have a problem with telling you that your breath stinks i mean it's probably like a different level to let someone know that their pussy stinks but in new york people are 
you know, they'll tell strangers when their fly is down in New York. You know, it's that kind of attitude. Yeah. You know, they don't really waste time with that type of shit. So I think that you should probably talk to someone in HR about it if uh, you have that department. I, I assume you do if you work in a cubicle. Yeah, that's Look. the different. That's the, the clincher is that they're at work. Right. It's not just their relationship their their friendship right. it's also their at work right i mm. think i think that what you could do is if 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 you if if someone tells hr and hr has a conversation with her they are trained to have these types of conversations then if she says to you someone told hr and hr told me but that my that i'm giving off a foul odor do you notice anything you'd be like well to be honest you know yeah i have but you know there are things you could do or you could be a sensitive friend about that but i don't think you should be the first so I don't think that you should be the first to bring it to her, and I think that you should you should keep it professional. I really feel that way. Agree. And also, if she's sensitive, if, she, if she's right. sensitive about it, like I hate hurting people's feelings, and I'm not confrontational when it comes to something that's gonna af- affect someone's idea of themselves. And if she's already down about herself and wonder why guys are going on dates, you know that's like sensitive. I don't I don't I don't like fucking with people. What are you doing that for? What are your nails doing? <laughs> what is that supposed to be? I'm trying to get in. You, t- I'm trying to say something. Oh, well, okay. I'm done in three, two, one, go. Well, that was what I was going to say. Uh-oh. So well, let us know what you do. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was. That was my, that was my, in our, in our meeting, that was my suggestion originally. <laughs> the HR thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough situation. So I want to know what the solution is and what you do on the other hand. So let us know what you do. So we say go to HR. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Oh, you have to go somewhere. Look at you. You just jumped right on that goodbye. Look at you. (laughs) That was lovely it was good to hear from you well well, thank you guys for uh tuning in to it's a mess with uh kaz and pep but we really appreciate it uh send us letters if you have any ideas about the show you know we're just starting up so we're trying to get some things rolling we really love your questions when you write us at, rolling 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 when you write us at askkazandpep at gmail.com give us all the information that you can and mm-hmm. um that's motherfucking that uh i am mm-hmm. i did if you are in los angeles area i am typically at uh I'm typically at Beaches on Friday nights West Hollywood and at High Tops on Saturday night. Check my Instagram, Caswell Official. That's where I post all my shit. Tonight, I'm at Starboy, which I am on Sunday nights. Hip-hop rage. Ow! And I am having a sale on my merch right now, so you can go to peppermintonline.com and grab you up some peppermint merch so that you can wear it and I can sign it when I come around and tour to a city near you. Um, yeah. And I think that's that. Well, for now, this has been It's a Mess. <laughs> Someday we're gonna put this on YouTube. You don't like me twerking? He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I like to twerk while we talk. <laughs> All right, so uh, um, hit us up next week. Yep, 
Peace. Bye. In today's episode, questions were read by the fabulous Bonnie Milligan and Brian Flores. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>